0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylyn Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.
1: 2.05 on this gorgeous Tuesday afternoon. Hope you're having a fantastic one. It's Jay Lynn and Andrew, the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. This
0: keeps getting better, doesn't it? 21 degrees. Right I, was, I was like,
1: what, what exactly are you talking about? The weather, the show, us? Right, I
0: think <laughs> us and the show are the same thing.
1: Oh, we need to turn your mic. Oh, on. sorry about
0: that. I'm there. new here. This is my first drug-free day.
1: Oh man.
0: So obviously, um, got the sniffles going. Yeah, I do, but I took uh, I took something to get rid of it. Um, so I think it's draining my. Uh, you know. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. So that should uh, that should uh, go away. Anyways, yeah, 21 degrees. Uh, gets better every day. And you asked uh, the weather, us uh, or the show, but we and the show are the same thing, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so we're good. Uh, I guess. Well, we're we're adequate. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. My personal life is in order. Uh, my professional life is uh, doing well. So yeah, I would say um, things are good. The sun is shining, both literally and. Uh Figuratively.
1: what time does rush hour start in this city yeah, can somebody tell me that because morning and afternoon okay so you don't so because we're on a different schedule than yeah. a lot of folks and a lot of you are and I think some of you go to work for eight o'clock so you're probably leaving the house at 6.30 or seven mm-hmm. um, and you're maybe done work at four or five and driving home but when does rush hour start in this in this uh, this place that we call Edmonton do you know it's funny because I
0: I, I I listen I've lived a sheltered life here in Edmonton, uh, because for the reasons you just mentioned, I'm not typically trying to get anywhere mm-hmm. when everyone else is trying to get somewhere. But I'm reminded of when I used to be in Toronto and I had to go to yep. Hamilton. Yep. And the deal was, if you leave at three, uh, you know, you get there at uh, 345. If you leave at 330, you get there at eight. Yeah. It was yeah, like, yeah. what? how can that be? And now, so twice now in the last couple of days, I've tried to get somewhere and been completely Uh stemming. Now, yesterday it was trying to get coffee, and we had that accident, so Twilliger was a complete uh, whatever. Last night, I left here at 5 to go to a 6 o'clock meeting downtown. Well, not downtown even, White Ave, uh, or off White Ave, so the arts burns. But I had to go home first.
1: (laughs) That's where you made the mistake.
0: I don't know why. I live in this... I have such rose-colored glasses because we leave here at 6 and, you know, it's a little busy, but you're home in 15 minutes. You leave here at well, 5, you <laughs> it's 45 minutes. Yeah. I, I, you're just in traffic going, what's at the front of this? Do you know? And the longer you wait, the longer you think, well, there would better be a bridge that fell down <laughs> or something. Like, there had better be a great explanation for this. But there isn't. There's no accident. There's no, and I know it's volume. But and I have to think that people's erratic driving probably contributes well, to it. Yeah, and you
1: know I think one of the other problems is as as well is you know the lights turn red and three more cars go through, so that slows down yeah. the start of the green light on the other side, and it just keeps going back and forth, and then it just makes it worse and worse and worse.
0: I know I saw this is uh, you know a unique example, but there was a time when the lights had gone out at the intersection of um, so what would that be? Uh, Calgary Trail, and I want to say like whatever. What's a uh, Global on now? What street is that? Fifty. 53rd. Yeah. Fifty third. Yeah. So the 50, lights have gone
1: five away.
0: Yeah, there you go. So okay. the lights have gone out. So that makes it a a four way stop, flashing red. Mm-hmm. And uh, as annoyed as I was by the fact that nobody seemed to know how to handle a f- four way stop when there's four lanes. Um. I wanted to pull over and just uh, download the Benny Hill music and enjoy what I was watching. Just people just sort Mm -hmm. of, everybody go edging a foot ahead or following the car ahead of them or... A four-way stop is a pretty fundamental skill, and, and it doesn't really change... They, there's four lanes. You you don't get to go through the intersection mm-hmm. with the guy ahead of you just yeah, because yeah. he stopped. No, but they do. But they they do.
1: Uh, some of your texts coming in Monday four thirty to six, and then Friday three to six thirty. Um, out of hmm. Vermilion, morning rush seven a.m. to nine thirty. Lunch rush is eleven to one, and then evening is four thirty to six thirty. Huh. Yeah. And someone just texted in Trump. Nice try. <laughs> Trump. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's, Oh, we just lost uh, two listeners. (laughs) Um, One of
0: which will never listen to us again, anyways. Whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, One, yeah, just, I I just find it interesting. I I drove up to St. Albert this morning. I had to drop something off in St. Albert this this morning, and I left the house at 10. Mm. 10 to 10 or so. Smooth sailing all the way up, all the way through St. Albert, and all the way back. But that's 10 o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Coming home, sometimes after work here, you leave here at 5.30 or 6, or actually the day that we, we finished work early, the 4.30, that took a long time to get get home, that 4.30 time. It's like, wow, you people. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, you know, Chetville, I don't know how you deal with it most days. I really don't know how you do it. My hat's off to you. Back yep. uh, when I did
0: uh, 9 till 12, uh, the first morning that I got up and tried to get to the station yep. for 8, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I just, I see now what everyone's talking about. Yeah. And I, I used to have to leave at 7.30 in the morning in order to get there by 8.20ish. Yeah, yeah, And it's not, you know, it's a pretty major route the whole way, right? White Mud to 75th and, and you're there. Hmm.
1: But anyway, all right.
0: Hey, I had an exciting uh, thing happen to me yesterday. What? Well, I was downstairs, I'd, I'd uh, gotten back from the meeting, and uh, my doorbell rang, which, you know, the doorbell these days is a lot like your phone.
1: You don't answer you it. You
0: don't answer it because no. there can't possibly be anyone there that you'd want to see or talk to. But the doorbell rang, and I thought, well, maybe one of the other occupants of the house has ordered something, and I got a sign for it or something like that. So I went upstairs, and it was a candidate.
1: Oh, really? hmm hmm
0: I was, I was pretty excited. For, I, like, your
1: ward, an older person, a city council candidate? Yeah, it was oh.
0: uh, Parsian. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: See your signs all over the place. Is yeah, it he he's or she? I don't even know if it's
0: he or she. It's a he. That okay. guy's got big signs. So I, uh, I went up and I waited five minutes. I thought they'd be gone, honestly, but I could see the shadow of mm-hmm. the guy. So I opened the door. He looked exhausted. I imagine going door to door campaigning <laughs> is exhausting. But he was like, hi, my name's, you know, whatever. What's his first name? Payman, uh, Parsian. And I'm, I'm running for Ward 9 City mm-hmm. Council, right? I was like, "Hey," I go, "Nice to meet you." I'm Andrew Gross with Six Thirty, Chad, and he was like, "Oh, I'm on your station. I was coming up." And I said, "Yeah, two minutes to win it with Ryan Jasper." Yeah, yeah. I went, "Yeah," and the two of us just stood there looking at each other. I felt like I should have said something or asked <laughs> something, or but I feel like because I work at Six Thirty, Chad, if I ask him something, I gotta ask the other twelve people something. So I just took his uh, placemat. Yeah. Um, His uh, literature is like a big place, Matt. Mm -hmm, It's it's really big. And I said I would read it, and I left it on the kitchen table to do so, but I have not yet. Um, But I'd already been to his website, and I'd already been Mm -hmm. to everyone else's website. But that's the first candidate I've ever met in any election, ever. I've seen their stuff hanging on my door Mm -hmm. or on the mat, but I've never actually been home when a candidate went by. Yeah and yet I passed on the opportunity to actually do anything with it.
1: Yeah, you had the opportunity to actually ask him some questions and, and yeah. find out instead of just reading uh, it because reading it he, any counselor, any wannabe counselor, um, and I say that, nicely, um, can just, you know, they can put what they want down there on their websites and on their sites and whatever. You could actually talk to them face to face and actually explore it a little bit. Yeah, he seems like a a, a young, intelligent guy. Yeah, it is a nice opportunity. It can be. I know a lot of us don't like to answer the door. We don't necessarily want to talk to anyone who comes to our door. Right. But it is an opportunity um, and probably one of the few opportunities that you might ever have. To talk uh, to a counselor. Exactly. Sure.
0: Yeah, I, I regret it now that I didn't take the time mm-hmm. to... I just wasn't... I, was, I had already changed into sweats and I was uh, working on something in the basement. So it wasn't the most opportune time. But in hindsight, I probably would have sat out on the front porch and had a, a little conversation with them. I know that there is at least one candidate that I want to talk to... Uh, but what I may do, I think September twenty eighth in my ward, there's a candidate. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, so I might, I might go to that. Is that your ward as well? No, no. But we were over your neck of the woods on yeah. Sunday. I think I might, uh, I think I might go to that. There's a couple of candidates who I'm just curious, um, what their platforms stand for because there isn't a lot of information on their websites. I've mm-hmm. pretty much made my decision already, but you know, until I actually cast the vote, it's not uh, final. But one of the candidates has said their slogan is that. Well, I don't think it's their slogan. I think it's their whole platform. Uh, smarter city, lower taxes. And, and I would like to ask how you, how you plan to achieve either of those things.
1: Lower taxes, that is... Um I've heard that a lot especially well, yeah. on, on two minutes to win it because that is and again if you're if you're wondering if you haven't heard two minutes to win it you should check it out mm-hmm. Ryan gives uh, every um, candidate two minutes to it's, it's to answer the question you know why should you know we vote for you it's 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 really well done it's all on his uh, web page you go to 630 chat go to his show page you can see them all right there it's really great and it's you can break it down into wards Word one two three four whatever it is go through it and listen to them all um, I hear lower taxes all the Time, all the time, all the time. And I think it's um, a great catchphrase. But again, how are you lowering taxes when we're in a city that keeps needing and wanting more?
0: Right. That's my question. So,
1: how are you doing it? And if you are doing it, then then what are you cutting? Yeah, exactly. What are you cutting?
0: And how are you doing it as a counselor Mm -hmm. from a specific ward? You, you, there's well, a whole you, council and yeah, a mayor. You,
1: you fight You fight for that. So you mm-hmm. make those decisions on on budgeting. I mean, Mike Nickel has made a name for himself sure. as being fiscally prudent. We know that. You can do that in that, in that role. But yeah, it's going to be a tough one. It, it, I just find it
0: interesting those kind of... I mean, if the claim was, I will fight for lower taxes. Lower taxes That's a different you'd go, story. Okay, right now, cool. Yeah. But it just seems like Yeah. How many times have we talked about politicians on this show? Almost every day. And people have lost faith and confidence in their truthfulness and Mm -hmm. effectiveness. And then somebody enters politics for the first time and says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do what everybody else did before me. I'm just going to make a, a claim, you know, lower taxes. It, it's. I don't know. I, I don't mean to be picking on a specific candidate. Well, no, but, that's why I didn't say who it was. But but it, that's
1: not just one specific candidate. Yeah. I have heard it over and over right. and over again. Again, I go back to it. It's it's a catchphrase. It is what they believe that people want to hear. Right. But how are you going to do it? Right. That's the question. Unless you can tell me how you're going to do it, it's um it's a worthless statement.
0: I mean, if I were to run, I think I would just go with free ponies, <laughs> free ponies and ice cream. <laughs>
1: I heard one candidate the other day on Two Minutes to Win It, um, and I, I don't know who, I can't remember who it was. wasn't in my ward. I don't know which ward it was, but it was. I thought it was really well thought out about building a stronger community, the ward, a building a stronger ward wherever he or she lived and uh, where they were representing by stronger community leagues and doing all that sort of stuff. To me, that sounded different from what I'm hearing from a lot of folks. It was yeah. more ward-based instead of yeah, big... Picture right, and you need to have both. But I like, I like that.
0: that. I like that a lot. Uh, Bev Eslinger, mm-hmm. her, and you mentioned uh, Mike Nichols. They each have uh, Nichols. Sorry, they each have. Um, at least one thing that that they're known for, that they fight for. Bev is the school zones, mm-hmm. and whether you agree with it or disagree with it, she brought that to council. She's been a real just workhorse on that file, and she's accomplished mm-hmm. things, right? Um, they all have something that I can think of off the top of my head, where they said, okay, so this is the one issue I want to bring to council. But it seems like new candidates think they're going to solve all of the city's problems. And like you say, maybe that is what they're... Potential supporters want to hear, and maybe it's because I work here that I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would prefer that a candidate said, "I'm going to represent you. I'll listen to your concerns, uh, but this is what I'm passionate about." Mm-hmm. Those would be, and then just tell me what you're passionate about, and if it's something I'm passionate mm-hmm. about then, yeah, I would like to have that voice on Mm council. But a claim to lower taxes or fix, you know, we're going to have LRT to all four corners of the, you know, whatever it is. It's like, well, you don't have that kind of sway on council. You don't have that authority and you don't have that plan.
1: No, um, individually, but an individual can work and team up with other people to help pressure sway people. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, a 12-person free-for-all.
0: No, no, for sure it isn't. For sure it isn't. But I guess, you know, I would either like to see, like I say, a passionate item or something that you would like Mm -hmm. to see the city stop. Mm -hmm. If you're, say, passionate against... Uh, bike lanes, or you're mm-hmm. passionate against further LRT expansion, or you're, yeah. you know, and say this is I'm I'm tired of this, and I'm going to get on council. And I'm going to be a, a voice yeah. for those who agree with me.
1: And I think it's interesting because uh, you and me both live in wards where uh, the incumbents aren't running. Uh, Michael Oshry, um not yeah. running again. Brian Anderson not running again in your ward. So. I think for a lot of folks who have the incumbents, and if you're a fan of the incumbent, okay, great. You, you might know which way you're going. If you're not, you you explore all the other platforms. Mm-hmm. But for us, it's all brand new. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know um, with Oshri, what I was getting. I've dealt with him on a number of occasions, um, You know, whether through emails or phone calls, that's fine. I don't know what I'm getting with the other ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is going to be a little bit more work. And in my neighborhood... There's no signs out there. Really? There's no signs out there. There's no flyers out there. I don't think anyone has come down to that neck of the woods at all. There wow, is there's one an opportunity. There is one sign at the end, uh, right when you're turning down 184. Yeah, it says do not enter, though. Or private, <laughs> it says, private property. <laughs> no, it just says stay out. No, it doesn't. But I've seen one. There's one. I, to be honest with you, um, I'm not even sure off the top of my head I could name all the candidates really? in my oh, ward.
0: Really? wow. I, I couldn't either in Ward 9. Mm-hmm. I, could, I could probably, in my mind, and yeah. everyone has a different view of it, I could name the three contenders. Yes, that's right. Um, no problem at all. And not based on the signage mm-hmm. uh, around, but just based on having looked at them all.
1: Lowering taxes doesn't work. I work for a municipality that lowered taxes 2%. Let me tell you, it's not working out that well at all. And this one Edmonton mayor and council have a war against cars and drivers. Things are going to get worse. What do mm. you think? 221. So, Sorry, I just got a little feisty Yeah, did then. you ever?
0: Oh, yeah. my goodness. You just uh, really blew up over there. So um, my counselor, as you mentioned, uh, not running again, Brian Anderson, mm-hmm. we've had him on the show. Um, he's been a counselor for a long ever. time. And I've, before being on radio, so it wasn't a matter of the guy from 630 Ched was mm-hmm. calling him, uh, I reached out to his office on a number of different occasions, but they were small things. Mm-hmm. Um my mother-in-law got snowed in by the city plow. Oh, during that experiment? Right. The, the
1: plow, the, um, yeah, the right. snow Right, and she, experiment. she doesn't know how
0: to get out. None of her sons can get over there, myself included. Uh, but I phoned my counselor, right? And There was a couple of others. I can't think what they were. Well, uh, parking ban for uh, snow shoveling and uh, the two different signs on two different entrances had mm-hmm. two different days. So oh, I yeah, So I phoned my right. counselor and just went, hey, how are we supposed to know what day to move our vehicles, right? On both those occasions, I got an answer in action. Within an hour, to my satisfaction. And that's why, and this is not an advertisement for a guy who's not running, that's why I say, if there was a councillor, a candidate for council, who rather than said, well, we're going to fix everything, or there will be no more potholes, or all LRT will work properly, or taxes will be low, instead of that, if they were to say something like, we're not going to allow the city to to put windrows uh, on everybody's, Driveway, Or we're going to put, um, we're going to mark pedestrian crosswalks in your neighborhood because we know they should have been done already. Right. If there was like a candidate who just said, this is what I want to do huh. in your riding. Ward specific. In your ward, yep. um, then I could get behind that. Yeah. You, could, you could win my vote with a specific idea that I liked that affects me specifically. Because when you think about it, you vote for your mayor, you vote for your council, but how many of you have actually ever reached out, asked for something and gotten it? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, so you have to, in my mind, you have to look at the one that you think has an idea or either will be approachable down the road for your concerns one-on-one or who has an idea that you specifically like with regard to your ward, your neighborhood, your street, whatever.
1: And here's another one to throw it out here. Um, does the person that you vote for, do you want them to live in your ward? Oh yes. I know, but there's some that aren't. I know. I think you you need to be living in that ward.
0: Yeah, I don't. I
1: wouldn't I, vote for you
0: if you didn't live exactly, in my ward. Exactly. Think about you know. If you it,
1: have no idea what I have to deal with every right. day in the neighborhood.
0: I want you to live there because I want you to represent my interests yeah. and understand yeah, yeah. them uh, historically. It would be. Can you imagine uh, running for class president or, or school president <laughs> and the and the you know the guy running that doesn't go to your school? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense, right? I've never understood. I don't even know why that's allowed i don't know either it just because to me when you run outside of your ward it feels like well you'll just take any available seat
1: why are you not running in your ward because you don't think that you'll win right
0: like run against the incumbent if that's the problem there's always an open seat it's an election Mm -hmm. so it's not a matter it should never in my mind be a matter of well the incumbent you know brian anderson finally retired so let's you know eight of us run Ward 9 or whatever. Live there, don't run there. Uh,
1: 229 on the 630 Chet Afternoon News. Eileen Bell has your latest news headlines coming up. Also on the show today, another pair of Miranda Lambert tickets to give away. Today, you'll have to identify a song and... Um, we also have uh, around the 420 mark, the word of the day for the winter getaway with me and Andrew in January. The countdown is on.
0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.